The good news is that COVID infections are down, hospitalizations are down, the death rate is lowering in many areas across the globe. And it's about time. Two years, my friend. Wow, what a long, strange trip it's been. The challenging news, though, for those of us with Crohn's and colitis and others with autoimmune diseases, and also for those who are immunosuppressed, immunocompromised due to illness or medication, the challenging news for those people is that while the risk may be lower for people like us to contract COVID, the risk is not gone. So for us IBDers, we're left in our own personal battle, our own personal tug of war, feeling like we've just been left behind to fend for ourselves while everyone else goes out to unite and to celebrate. How can those of us with Crohn's and colitis cope with the feeling of being left behind? And what steps can we take to continue to feel cautiously safe in yet again another new normal let's talk about it you're listening to the cheeky podcast for moms with ibd a safe space where moms with crohn's and colitis connect explore powerful tools for healing and transform our lives to thrive in motherhood and in life I'm your host, Karen Haley, IBD health coach, integrative wellness enthusiast, and mom to three outstanding kids. After having Crohn's disease for 30 years and working as a health advocate exclusively with IBD clients for the last 10 years, I know it's time to bring the types of candid conversations I have with my clients out into the open. It's our time to go on an IBD healing journey and do it like only a mom can. Let's do this. Hello, hello, my friend. Welcome to another episode of the Cheeky Podcast for Moms with IBD. I'm your host, Karen Haley, and today it's a good day to be alive. COVID infections are down, the death rates are lowering, mask mandates are like poof, it's like they're going away. Groups are congregating again, friends are calling and saying, hey, let's get together. But while so much has changed with openings for so much of the population, and that's mostly the healthy population, the question remains, what's changed for us? With inflammatory bowel disease, we've always dealt with a dysfunctional immune system. Our immune system, it's attacking itself. And so if we're the luckiest of the lucky, We combat the disease with diet and lifestyle changes, maybe some supplements here and there, but we move on, hoping the remission holds. Not exactly cured, because even in remission, C&C loves to lurk in the back of our minds, doesn't it? Will it come back? What will I do if it comes back? But still, with autoimmune challenges quieted, we think, I'm okay. I'm okay for now. As long as that 100-foot tsunami named COVID-19 doesn't crash through my window and take me down. And then there's the CNCers who aren't in remission from diet and lifestyle alone. Those immunosuppressives and biologics and steroids, they can be a game changer. 
they can help us lead normal, functioning lives. Thank God for science and doctors. As long as that 100-foot tsunami named COVID-19 doesn't crash through our window and take us down. Well, that unfortunate tsunami came and it struck us down, whether we got COVID or not. And sure, if you contracted the virus, having COVID was probably one of the worst things that ever happened to you. It was likely scary and horrendous, but I'm guessing that since you're here with me right now, I'm guessing you made it through. But just like that healthy mama who's in remission because the diet and lifestyle thing is working for her, and just like that mama who's got it all pulled together with medication, or like many mamas out there who are still trying to figure this all out, even two years later with pandemic restrictions lifting, we're still in fear of COVID. And the toll that it's taken on us mentally, holy cow, after being isolated for two freaking years, anxiety and depression, it's real. It's as real as it gets. Our mental toll, it can be just as damaging as what's happening to us physically. And we're not the only ones who have felt it. Our kids have suffered greatly, no matter their age. Unattended play dates and preschool time and Zoom school, missed graduations. Oh, I had two that, that were in that boat. The parties, hanging out with friends, with boyfriends, girlfriends, and after-school activities. All of their isolation being a further burden on us because we're feeling guilty with how much our kids are not able to do. And that's directly a result of our condition. And now it's March of 2022 and COVID hasn't gone away completely. Yet our friends, our family members, our coworkers, maybe even our kids, they got to get back to living. And I don't blame them. I want to get back to living too. But what about us? The autoimmune challenged, the further immune compromised by way of medication, the medications that they're taking. What about us? I don't know about you, but Getting back out there in this, it's still lurking in the shadows, but there's low COVID numbers and we're sick and tired of being cooped up inside. So we're coming out into the world. That mentality, it scares the hell out of me. It's like my fear of public speaking and putting yourself out there on a dating app and jumping out of an airplane all rolled into one gigantic, ah, and that's what's playing in my head most of the time. Pretty much that sound. But the world is moving on. I see it all around me. Don't you see it around you? Do you see it too? Scrolling through Facebook or Instagram, you'd think hedonism has taken over. Friends traveling, getting together for parties. And I keep looking at the adorable pictures of my friends with their arms around each other. And all I can think of are two things. How can they stand so close to each other? and not freak out. And number two, I wish I was there. Of course, I don't begrudge anyone these fabulous times that they're having. I think it's fantastic. 
it's the way it should be. But sometimes, don't you get the feeling that those of us with C&C and those with other medical conditions are just getting a little bit left behind? We don't live in the same world as our carefree friends. We live in a world where we're constantly monitoring our poops. How many did I have today? What was the consistency of those poops? And what score would I give that on the Bristol stool chart? We label every stomach twinge, every belly ache. We worry when sniffles or fevers come along because we know that they can lead to a weakened state that sets the stage for a flare-up. And with COVID, these worries are doubled. No, we don't live in the same world as our healthy counterparts. But before we go down a rabbit hole of woe is me, doesn't it suck to be me, it's not fair that we're getting left behind, you know that level of negativity, it's never going to be me. I've been thinking about this for a few weeks now and as things have been opening up in the United States, not giving lots of negative energy to this, but just kind of thinking, huh, I'm so grateful the COVID numbers are down. Our country, our world needs this. We need this more than anything right now. But how is this affecting me? How is this impacting me? So I've been checking in with myself on how I feel so that I can then process and even feel a little bit sad and then Find a healthy way to move on. Well, the reason that I'm taping this particular episode today is because I think I've figured this out. I think I've figured out even though we need to allow ourselves to sit in, doesn't that suck? We need to allow ourselves to sit there for a beat. We do then need to move on because it's just not mentally healthy to live in that space all the time. If you've been feeling a bit stung by everyone seeming to move on where you're still concerned about how COVID might impact you and how you might navigate this new freedom and carefree spirit that everyone is adopting, I'm here with some advice to help you feel the feels, but then press on just like we all do every day. It's like life with Crohn's and colitis. We're not going to get rid of it. So how can we live our best life with it? I know that we can. Even with the world opening up, when those of us with IBD still need to be careful, we will march on like only IBD moms can. Marching on for us, it might just look different. But we will get through this. We will walk through this just like we always do. I've got five ways you can jump on the COVID freedom train while staying true to your physical and mental health. Here's tip number one. If social media has become the bane of your existence lately, with faces of friends and family breaking free, going maskless, partying like it's 1999, it's a good idea to take a break from social media. For now, actually, let's be more realistic. We're going to say 
even just limit yourself? Like how about once a day? And of course, you can temporarily hide posts from anything, right? You can click that button and say hide, I think it's for 30 days or something like that. Your friend, your family member, they will never even know, but you can hide that post from anything that's just you're finding triggering right now. And remember, taking a social media hiatus, it's not about cutting yourself off from your friends, because I know that's a big part of many of our social lives is social media, but we need connections now more than ever. So if you're still feeling like you'll serve your health best by being a homebody, it's important if you take away that social media component for a little while, it's important that you keep up your Zoom friend calls, you keep those going, and you organize a group text with your besties. Maybe you already had that in place during the pandemic, so hop back on there, keep it going. And the weather is starting to warm up now in lots of parts of the country, so plan some outside hangouts. And if you must go inside to a restaurant, go at off hours when the risk of COVID exposure is lower. And I got to tell you, I just thought of this, the silver lining here is that your social circle, the way that it's remaining small, the cool thing about that is that you don't have to interact with people you don't want to yet. (laughs) Be intentional with the friends in your circle who are uplifting and positive and ones who don't shame you for still needing to be protective of your health. Here's tip number two. Even though states and businesses may be getting rid of mask mandates, you keep that N95 and that KN95 mask on, girl. I still keep mine on. Uh Uh-oh, I hear a few of you, I hear what you're thinking, you're plugging your ears at this tip, you're la 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 la, I don't want to hear it, (laughs) she's getting into masks and I'm a non-masker. Yes, friend, I am a masker. If you're not, then hit the forward button a couple times and I'll catch back up with you in tip number three. All right, did you do it? Okay. Anywho, for everybody else, like I was saying, keep wearing that mask. In my state, I'd say, let's see, I would say about 40% are still on, still wearing masks, and 60% have them off. So more off than on right now. And God bless that 60%. If there are no health concerns for them in cases that are way down, where if if the cases are down where you live, I, I really get it. And also... That 60-40 number that I mentioned, I get that for me, keeping my mask on, it isn't really too challenging, right? Because 60-40, that's almost half. So it's not that difficult where I live. But if you live in an area where no one's masking, that makes this idea of keeping your mask on a little more challenging for you. And I gotta tell you, in cases like this, it's really all about your mental strength. I remember last June. Do you remember where we were last June, where COVID was last June? We thought that COVID was over. We thought we had seen the last of COVID. Things were kind of easing up. And my son was in a dance recital in a big theater. So, of course, I didn't want to miss this performance. I really hadn't been out in any crowds, but 
he was doing this. I really wanted to see it. It was his stage debut. He deserved both parents to be there beaming under the masks, of course, but beaming the whole time. So my hubby and I went to the theater donning our masks. And did you know, do you know, we were the only ones with a mask on in the whole theater. Hundreds of people. I looked, not another soul with a mask on. And I did feel a little weird, but I knew for my health, it was important that I stay vigilant about COVID. Mental strength. Hold out for just just a little bit longer, mama. Even if you live in a community where nobody else is masking, I just know happier days and maskless days, they're ahead for us too. Tip number three, take the time to educate those around you. Do you have friends who say, why can't you just come to book club already? It's been forever. Or why are you still being so careful? Remember, we live just a bit differently because we always need to put our health first. It's always front and center in our mind. Our life just might not look like the same life as our friends. And most of the time, those friends, they mean well. Even when they're asking things like that, they mean well. They care about us. So why not take the time to explain why those precautions are still important for you? The more people we can help to understand what Crohn's and colitis is all about, the more people know what we go through on a daily basis. Talking about C&C, it is one of my favorite, as you can imagine, it's one of my favorite things to do. My friends know once I get started, there's just no stopping me. And unlike 35 years ago when I was first diagnosed, IBD as a diagnosis, unfortunately, it's growing. So chances are at this point in time, your friends, chances are they already know somebody with IBD. They've heard of it before explaining that your medications suppress your immune system or that you just need to be careful because COVID could be worse for you. It goes a long way to actually deepen your relationship with your friends. Tip number four, as much as you can, let it go. Yeah, I'm saying it. Let it go as much as you can. Listen, COVID our beliefs about how to keep ourselves safe, about masking or not masking, to vaccinate, to not vaccinate. We know, in America anyway, it's a touchy subject. I'm just giving my own opinions here, and I'd love to hear yours too. No judgment, just an exchange of enlightened minds and ideas. So take this tip of letting go, letting a bit of the tight COVID reins we hold so dear Letting that go, take that in whatever way makes sense for you. I'll tell you though, for me, for me, I had to let go of some, that's just some, of the restrictions that I had been following since early pandemic days. And in my very, what had become very insular world, even just a, just a little bit, though I knew that it would put me at a greater risk for contracting COVID. I've got two college-age kids. I've got one tween who wanted to go out to see their friends, to have experiences and to enjoy 
life again. And their lives had been on hold for far too long. With COVID rates going down and testing more rapidly available than ever before in the U.S., I had to let them begin to get back to life. So I let go just a little bit. There's still no one coming into my house that's not a family member that I don't know where they go. There's nobody that is coming into my house. We're, we're not ready for that. My kids are still wearing masks when they are indoors, but they're hanging out with friends more and trying to get back to life as much as possible. To help me feel more comfortable with all of this, we're COVID testing everyone on a regular basis. So if one does get COVID, we'll know it right away. And everyone in the family is trying to respect each other's big circles. And I guess I had to explain that. That's probably a term that you, well, you probably haven't heard that one before. I'll explain how we use this in our family. So in our family, we think of thoughts and ideas as big and little circles. Little circles, those are those thoughts and ideas where we are able to see both sides, right? There's that gray in the middle, that, that gray world, nothing that is too black or white to us, but, but more gray. But big circles, big circles are our thoughts and ideas that are pretty set in stone. Ones we don't want to cave on, ones we feel very strongly about. And when it comes to letting go just a little, at the same time, we're trying to respect each other's big circles as best we can. Let me tell you about tip number five. To combat that feeling that the world is frolicking around and getting out more and more, keep yourself as healthy as you possibly can so that you can get out and about in the world more too. IBD healthy, immune system healthy, bacterial balance healthy, healthy mind. Assessing where you're at with those things will tell you how open your world can be by how healthy you're feeling in the moment. And the really cool thing is that there is no rule that says that you have to make up your mind about how open you'll be one day and then not change your mind the next. No, 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 no. This is a fluid thing. And where you're at with your physical and mental health in one moment will dictate dictate where you are with easing up your COVID restrictions, right? And it can just be for that moment and you can change your mind. So how do you go about doing that? How can you be as healthy as you can be physically and mentally during this crazy time that we're living in? Well, you can take supplements. Supplements that have been studied and research-backed to help protect against COVID or help with the inflammatory markers that we can have that contribute to COVID. So we're talking supplements like vitamin D3, K2, zinc, curcumin, elderberry, cod liver oil or fish oil, vitamin C, as well as probiotics. Which one of those can you take? Which one of those would really help keep your body physically healthy? And maybe you're taking all of them. How else can you keep your body healthy, your mind healthy, your soul healthy? Get your antibodies checked. 
If you've had COVID or if you've been vaccinated, get your antibodies checked. It will help you decide what level of risk you're currently at. We know that those on immunosuppressive medications and possibly those with autoimmune disorders may not build up antibodies like the rest of the population. So knowing your level will help give you peace of mind or help you decide what steps you need to take next. You can also eat IBD healthy, whatever that means for you. Finding your eating for your IBD diet, the one that works best for your symptoms and your lifestyle is key because it will always help keep your IBD in a better place and give you peace of mind that you're doing everything you can to be healthy, strong, and be able to fight if a COVID infection comes along. If you're still trying to find that IBD healing diet for you, I have a great Eating for IBD series that I did not too long ago. Those were some of the my favorite episodes that I've ever done. So check them out. I will leave links to them in the show notes at karenhaley.com forward slash 78. K-A-R-Y-N-H-A-L-E-Y forward slash 78. So I will leave links in the show notes. If you're looking on your podcast app right now, those episodes were 69, 70, 71, 72, I want to say. There's a whole four episode series. It was dedicated to helping you find the best gut healing diet for you. The one with your name on it because that diet, it's different for all of us. So I got really great feedback from that series. So if you are looking for that IBD healing diet for you, that is the place to get your information. It's the place to help you get started. So check that out. Now, being as healthy as you can be, it also means finding ways to keep the germs away, continuing to wash your hands as frequently as you can, keeping surfaces clean and free of viruses with whatever virus killer that you have at home. I have to say, I'm a huge fan of a company called Force of Nature, Forces of Nature. I will link to them in the show notes as well. I found them way back when COVID began and I started using their products and I'm still using them to clean my home today. Love them. But in general, keep your distance from others when possible and keep the germ bugs at bay. Also, keeping healthy means prioritizing your sleep. This is definitely, I have to be really honest here and tell you, this is not necessarily me practicing what I preach, but I am a work in progress when it comes to sleep. I just think it's so difficult. It is so difficult for moms to get the necessary amount of sleep. It's like as soon as we give birth, even if we don't have little babies anymore, we've somehow surrendered to not getting quality sleep for years and years to come right? (laughs) I wonder. I wonder if when all the kids are out of the house, does quality sleep come back? I don't know. I'm hoping it does. But the good news about sleep is that it doesn't have to be, at least I'm telling myself this, it doesn't have to be the perfect night's sleep to count. It just has to be quality sleep as best as you can. So for me, there's no striving for perfection here. No perfect sleep. It's B plus sleep all the way. If I get that, I'm happy, but prioritize sleep. 
Also, get your body moving in whatever way that looks for you. Maybe you're crazy with exercise, crazy good, right? Crazy in a good way. Maybe you're a weightlifter or you have no problem with strength training and heavy-duty workouts. That's your getting your body moving. That's what that looks like for you. Maybe restorative yoga is your jam. Maybe you're just getting started moving your body and that's great too. So move your body in whatever that means, whatever way that means for you. And if you can get outside while you're doing it, bonus points, bonus points for you, my friend. All right. Lastly, when it comes to being as healthy as you can be, that means trying not to take unnecessary risks. And this just gets us back to that idea that I mentioned earlier of mental toughness. Sometimes we take risks that we just don't need to take. Be strong, stand in your power, and know that With that strength, you're doing what's good for you, but you're also doing what's good for your whole family. So there you have it. Those are the five things that you can do to jump on the COVID freedom train while staying true to your physical and mental health. Let's recap them real quick. Number one, take a social media hiatus, part-time, full-time, just for a bit. Number two, don't ditch the mask too soon, even when others do. Number three, teachers aren't just found in the classroom. Educate when you get the opportunity. Number four, let it go, let it go. I'm never going to sing like her, not in a million years. But anyway, I tried. Let go. (laughs) Let it go in whatever way that looks for you. Number five, Last but not least, be healthy, mind, body, and soul. So what do you think? What do you think, Mama? This episode is one of those that's going to make you think because opinions about COVID are strong. You might be thinking, that IBD gal there, she's gone off her rocker. Or you might be thinking, yeah, you know, I've kind of been feeling left behind too. I'm so glad she brought that up. Either way, it's all good. Because like I always say, you take what you need and leave the rest behind. I would love to hear from you. I'd love to hear if you agree, if you disagree. This is a conversation worth having. Email me at hello at karenhaley.com. K-A-R-Y-N-H-A-L-E-Y. Email me and let's continue the conversation. I usually say message me on Facebook at the IBD Health Coach, but I'm not going to say that today because you're taking a break from that, remember? So email me and let's talk this out. Until we meet again, I'm wishing you a cheeky and healthy gut healing journey. Thanks for sharing the space with me today. Thank you for tuning into the podcast. I so appreciate you and we will chat soon. 